Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 21. And if you were with us in the previous devotion, you know that we spent the entire devotion on John chapter 3, verse 16, which is very likely the most popular verse in the Bible. If you haven't heard that devotion, you should go back and listen to it because I'm not going to elaborate on that verse as much as I did in the previous devotion. That's why we did a separate devotion on John 3, 16, so we could spend some time there. But before we jump into 16 through 21, let me just remind you that this is all in the context of a conversation that Jesus is having with Nicodemus. And actually, one of the problems that arises from John 3.16 being so popular is that it is pulled out of its context, which for the most part isn't a huge problem because it's not like people are misrepresenting John 3.16 when they pull it out of context. But John 3.16 doesn't tell the whole story with the amount of detail that the context tells. So we're going to get into some of that today. Verse 16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Now, I want to stop right there and acknowledge that in our previous devotion on John 3.16, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on God's love for us as the backdrop of these verses. And one of the reasons I don't naturally go out of my way to talk about the love of God is because I think in some ways it's overemphasized and other important things besides the love of God are underemphasized in our Christian culture today. But you can't be faithful to the text without talking about the love of God. And it really is amazing that this God, who we read about in chapter 1, who through Christ created everything, the earth, the stars, the universe, humans, animals, plants, things we haven't even come close to discovering yet, that this huge, powerful God would stoop so low as to love us. It's remarkable. Not only that, but in the devotion we did on John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25, we learned that Jesus knows what is inside a man. So Jesus, being God, loves us even though he knows what is in us, and what is in us is not impressive. It's wicked. It's evil. It's worthy of condemnation. And I'm not making that up. That comes from the Bible, actually, in the next couple verses that we're going to read. So the fact that we have a God that loves us enough to send his own son, so that if we believe in him, we can have eternal life. That is amazing. Praise the Lord for that. But that's not all there is. And the reason I stopped at verse 17 is because if you read verses 6, 16 and 17, everyone feels pretty good about Jesus and God. He loved the world. He sent his son. Whoever believes in him will not perish. Verse 17 says Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world might be saved through him. These verses would be very popular to preach about, very popular to post on social media. It's all good news. It's positive. Makes us feel encouraged. But you can't stop at verse 17. Part of the context of this passage goes beyond that into verse 18. Check this out. Jesus continues, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Now, this is a remarkable and difficult truth that Jesus is saying. This is not popular. This is not positive. This isn't a text that people love to preach or post on social media, where in verse 17, it says Jesus came to save the world, not to condemn the world. Verse 18 makes it clear that the world is already condemned. Not only that, but the only way to get out from under condemnation 
is to believe in the name of the only Son of God. That is, of course, Jesus Christ. Let's continue. Verse 19. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and the people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come into the light, lest his works should be exposed. So, to summarize again, the context of John 3.16 includes difficult teaching that says Jesus didn't have to come condemn people because they're already condemned. Why were they condemned? Because their works were evil. Because they love darkness rather than light. Because they do wicked things. So Jesus came to save people from their condemnation. Not to condemn them. Not because Jesus is against condemnation, but because the people were already condemned. Condemnation had already taken place. It's important that we understand that every person who's ever been born into this world is born under the banner of condemnation. We inherited sin from our father and mother, Adam and Eve, almost like a genetic flaw that's been passed down to our DNA, generation after generation after generation. We're born guilty before God, before we've even done anything wrong. And then because we are condemned, because we are evil, and because we love the darkness and hate the light, we then do wicked things, which pile sin on top of sin. And our standing before God doesn't get any better until and unless we put our faith and trust in the only Son of God, Jesus Christ. Let's finish this in verse 21. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Jesus finishes this conversation with Nicodemus, in which he's been very clear about the necessity of somebody to be born again, somebody to put their faith in Jesus, the fact that people are condemned unless they do put their faith in Jesus. He makes it clear that anybody who does anything true or right or good, the only reason anybody comes to the light is because God has carried those works out in them, and the carrying out of those works begin first with faith and belief in Jesus. They don't begin by wicked and evil people like you and me just trying to be better and getting better over time on our own. The only way it's possible to come into the light, to do what is true, is to first put our personal faith and trust in the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Of course, this message is countercultural. It raises lots of questions. And the answers to those questions can be found in Scripture. They're not going to be found out in some sociology class or in some self-help book. The answers to the questions that come from Jesus' teaching in John 3 can be found clearly articulated in the whole of God's Word, which is why we're doing an overview of the Bible on The Daily Dose. I hope you'll come back for more. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple. Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.